calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Sarah Michelle Gellar of Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan film. Why is it now the Backstreet Boys are all grown up with their own Cue the outrage. We are the pop culture professors. Settle down now. Smart people, dumb topics forever. Whatever. Taking the guilty out of pleasure. We stand together. Hello. Hello! Welcome back to We Stand Together, a pop culture academic symposium. Yep, we're the pop culture professors, smart people, dumb topics. It doesn't get dumber than the topics we do, baby. <laughs> and it doesn't get smarter than us. <laughs> I'm Caitlin Bitsagai. I'm Lauren Griffin. I'm not... not- not co-signing that hypothesis. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna try to accept it. I'm gonna try to accept there it. There you go. And and live yes. in that space. As friend of the mm-hmm. show, Tessa Hirsch has you know looked me dead in the eyes and told me to start building myself up. I'm gonna try, Tessa Hirsch. <laughs> yes. And if Tessa tells us something, we do it. We do it. We do it. Uh, you know, you might not believe it based on this polished intro, but uh, the two of us, we got master's degrees, baby, and they let us teach at colleges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's wild, given our interest, uh, because we love to talk about standing. Lauren, what is standing and what are you standing this week? Okay, well, standing is being an obsessive fan of something. And this week, I'm going to be doing something a little atypical. Usually, we use this portion of the show to go all in for something that's giving us joy that we're obsessed with. But I also recognize that we have a platform and we have to recognize our responsibility and uh, yeah, I'm yeah. choosing today to do an anti-stan. I'm going to wow. talk about something that I am not Maybe standing. the first ever. This may be the very, very first time in the almost 100 episodes that I've done this. But I, I did something to Caitlin and her family over the holidays. And so I need to first and foremost apologize to Caitlin, mm-hmm. her husband, Eric, her father, Joe, her cousins, Liz and Tia. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I, they welcomed me into their home for Thanksgiving, <laughs> and I did something that I am ashamed of and I regret. And that is, I brought not one, but two different holiday variety packs of Budweiser hard seltzer into their home. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. every flavor was worse than the next. Yeah. And it was some of the most 
painfully disgusting, horrific beverage I've ever had. And the looks on everyone's faces as they attempted to sip these drinks. I have I have not slept in days because I can't I can't forget. And my God, Caitlin, please tell Eric. Um, I can't believe he actually finished a whole one. Yes, one person finished one whole one. We we sip some. Uh, you know, if you're a neighbor of my father's, he's still in possession of eight full cans, much to his dismay. Um, so yeah, that it was a rough experiment. But you know, it's proof you're not a sociopath because mm-hmm. you do feel bad. I do. I really did. do. I really do. I feel so bad. And your poor kind father had offered me my own apartment in his home. And how did I repay him by leaving so many? unopened Budweiser seltzers. It's rough. But they'll be there the next holiday when you go back. I, you weren't there when I when I pulled out. Your dad did try to put them in my rental car as I was leaving. And I said, no, Joe, I couldn't possibly. Um, so I am sorry that I okay, that is that I rough. That. that is extra rough that you wouldn't just throw them away <laughs> quietly. No, I, I, I did take some of his Diet Coke. <laughs> I didn't take back the seltzers. I'm so sorry. So this is a confession and a warning. They look fun, especially the winter ones. Like the winter cans, they really look good. They look like they're going to be fun. And, you know, an eggnog seltzer, I should have known that eggnog and seltzers do not go together. So that is, that's my illness. That's where I made a mistake. So Stan Stans, watch out. You know, we love seltzer. We love a good time. We do not like this seltzer because it's not a good time. That's what I have to say today. But Caitlin, I, you're, what, what are you doing? You're, you've clearly got your act together more than I do. I, I, I am standing uh, uh, something, not anti-standing. And okay. it's a little uh, also unorthodox, though, for the show. It's for the oh, topic. It's okay. college basketball announcer Dick Vitale. Okay. He is battling cancer, Aww. but he's come back <gasps> and he gives maybe too many updates about how his uh, chemo is going on okay. Twitter. Mm-hmm. He overshares a bit, but uh, we love him. And, you know, Lauren, I know you're not a sports fan, but here's the thing Dick Vitale gets criticized for. What? Loving college basketball too much. And what? it's like, but that's his job. That's, that's his, his job. Whole thing. Why are haters coming for him? That's what he does all day. It would be weird if he was nonchalant about it. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, wow. Dickie V, we love you. Continue yeah. to get better. Uh, we know that you will give us way too many updates on social media about your PET scans. But, you know, just t- as long as they're coming back positive, we're, we love you. We oh. love Dickie V. We hate Bud Light Seltzer. And that's this show. <laughs> what a wild way to kick today's episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And I am so excited that that our, our lovely guest, who we're mm-hmm. just getting to know, has really gotten to know us very quick. <laughs> Uh, and we know that we stand her. Please welcome Kenise Mobley. Hello. 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 Thank you so much for having me. Thank you of for course. not logging off the Zoom call when you uh, heard about these uh, various activities we partake in. Yeah. <laughs> I used to love Bud Light Lime, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I then had a very serious illness, and now I can't have anything with carbonation. So I've missed <gasps> this wave of seltzers. Wow. So I've just been like, kind of like, oh, wouldn't it be nice if I could have mm-hmm. this? or this but this is the one thing that i've seen a commercial for that i've been like i mean i thankfully i dodged no. a bullet i never have no, to your try health this. is your no. health is saving you yeah, yeah. oh my yeah. gosh oh. oh wow wow yeah it was well. a rough journey and you and you and you keep drinking them thinking eventually you'll find one that's not so bad but they just keep getting worse is okay so what are some like you mentioned there's an eggnog flavor are there other flavors uh, to- toasted marshmallow pumpkin spice was in the fall flavors that's at least mm. a drink but toasted marshmallow is not like a 
drink flavor. Maple pear was one of the weirdest combos out of the box. Oh, there was like a cherry cordial one that was like had like hints of chocolatey stuff. Mm -hmm. There was like a sugar plum one. Which was like just normal bad. What is a sugar plum anyway? I don't know. All of it just tasted like chemicals. Like it honestly, I can't imagine that the food administration actually said it was safe. (laughs) I bet I could have put it in the gas tank and ridden back to New York on it. Like that was not... That was not healthy. Anyways. <laughs> yes, it had a very like industrial <laughs> taste. Oh. Like when you accidentally lick something. I just like I guess we're never gonna get Budweiser to sponsor this show now. <laughs> I think they're gonna hear this, gonna be like, you know what? This is what we did wrong. <laughs> we're gonna come back for these ladies. And we're gonna get better products. Oh, I would love it if if Budweiser got wise to this and they were like, We're gonna we're gonna win them over. Yeah. I- <laughs> Remember when Domino's had that ad campaign that was like, we know our pizza's been bad. <laughs> yes, And I now do. it's better. Now, see, Bud Light Seltzer should do the same. Mm-hmm, Just mm-hmm. like, wow, swing and a miss from us, <laughs> but we are going to keep trying. All they have to do is invest as much as they did in the design budget, put it in the, less, the research even taste budget. Less. Yeah. yeah, so true. Yeah. Because how was I not going to buy a flannel can? Come on. That looks so cute. It looks great in pictures. Come on. Come on. It's pretty cute. Well, you know what else is cute? Today's theme. Ooh. We're, shockingly, folks, we're not just talking about Budweiser cans today. <laughs> we're actually talking about holidating in cinema. That's right. We are talking about romantic film set of the holidays inspired by the fact that Knees has an incredible podcast, Love About Town. Yes, uh, it is me and my best friend. We are two mm-hmm. brown nerds and we discuss dating and how to be better at it because we, <laughs> uh, he is he is a self-described, I'm not like being mean to my friend, he's a self-described yeah. old virgin. He didn't lose his virginity until uh, 28. And I was like an emotional virgin in that mm-hmm. I, I never became <laughs> intimate with people like on an emotional level uh, mm. until like a couple of months ago. So uh, it's us just trying to figure out how to be humans and not monsters. Do you have any credentials for today's topic? You know, I, I racked my brain and I have talked previously on this podcast about how I used to do work crafting campaigns for marketing companies, like when they needed a funny person, but really they just wanted to say they hired a funny person and then later do what they wanted anyway, which is... <laughs> yeah. By the way, fine with me. <laughs> Didn't have that much invested. But one, they hired a bunch of uh, peop- improvisers to work for Verizon for a day to come up with holiday ideas. Mm. And I just was like, I, frankly, I was probably hungover. And I was just like, what if like um, two people were in a snow globe together and they're like, you know, in love and we, we watch their story and they were like, wow, best idea all day. <laughs> I'm like, <"Whoa."> cool. <laughs> Where's my check for, I don't know, probably $175. (laughs) Give me my $175. And I was like, got really excited. I was like, they're going to make this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be famous off this snow globe idea. And uh, they didn't. Because like, I think Verizon was like, let's just go with our long running campaigns. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Instead of what these drunk and hungover improvisers thought of. But that's, you know, know. why they are still in competition with AT&T. You know, (laughs) AT&T is still on their heels. It's true. It's true. I, I couldn't really think of any professional credits. I, but I do take pride in the fact that like a large, a big part of my personal brand is that people know that if there's a Christmas movie out there and if it was made for TV, 
you know my ass has probably seen it. Uh, <laughs> I I love that. Shout out to friend of the show, Scotty Taylor, who every Christmas he sends me screenshots of the best Lifetime movies. Shout out to friend of the show, Aubrey Ann Fox, also always keeping me up to date. Like people know that I am a safe space to fall to talk about these things. Um, thank you to friend of the show, Ben Farhoff, for reminding me about Boy Band Christmas that's coming up. Wait, oh, wow, wait, wait, yes. wait, 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 wait. What is Boy Band Christmas? So Boy Band Christmas is going to be, it's not a movie, but it is a special going to be on ABC as Ben put it, it's where all of the out of work boy banders are going to celebrate the holidays. Um, I don't know quite what it means, but I just love that people know that um, I am a safe space to fall and talk about these things. I will get texts one, two, three in the morning, seven a.m. Like people, people know that it doesn't matter, and I love that. And I guess the other thing is, it's the holidays. I'm single and I'm dating, so I guess that also is my credit today. That is a credential. Yeah. What if you like there. fell in love near Christmas? That that just seems kooky to me. I mean, who knows? It could happen. It could definitely happen. But like, what? If? Christmas what if? takes up one fifth of the year. So, <laughs> oh yeah, a minimum like one fifth of the year. Like statistically, twenty percent of relationships happen in the holiday season. That's math. Yeah. Christmas, especially this year, has just. I mean, there's long been debates of like when you can put up your Christmas decorations mm-hmm, and stuff, mm-hmm. but man, it has annexed Thanksgiving like nothing else. <laughs> Thanksgiving, the walls fell on Thanksgiving. Like people are not interested anymore. Like they're yeah. interested in Thanksgiving dinner, yes. but as opening ceremonies for yeah. yes. Christmas. We should change the name, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I've been referring to my time with you and your family, Caitlin, as Christmas one. That was just Christmas one. Yeah. And I mean, Halloween better watch out. We're coming for it. it oh. It'll be the Battle of the Titans because Christmas is coming. It is falling back. I will say it. I'll have to find a picture of it somewhere. There was a Halloween in college where we dressed up as as if it was Christmas. We dressed up for Christmas on Halloween. That was our costume. That's and so my extended family, due to ongoing COVID concerns, is going to move the big Christmas party to July, doing a Christmas in July. I mean, Christmas is going to summer. Christmas will be 12 months by the end of our lifetime. Christmas 365. <laughs> <laughs> like those used to be the kooky people, but they will be remembered as like the, the forerunners of society. I love this. <laughs> all right. Well, clearly we, we're all revved up and ready to go. So I think, Kenise, it's time to play our first game. Are you ready to play a game? I think so. I think I'm ready. Amazing. Uh, well, this game is called Holidated or Holla Didn't. So thanks to streaming services entering the game, we have so many more holiday romances than ever before. In fact, we have so many that it's hard to keep it all straight. So I'm going to I'm going to put you to the test. I have a combination of classic holiday romances, some newer ones uh, mixed in there. And what I'm going to do is I am going to give you the name of two celebrities and you're going to tell me if they have holidayed in a Christmas movie or if they didn't. Okay. Uh, So you've got to guess if these and and bonus points if you know the film that they did date in. Okay. I'm going to try my best. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see. All right. The first one, Melissa Joan Hart and Mario Lopez. Yes. Holidayed. Yeah, they did. Do you know the? Do you remember the movie? I don't. Is, is she? Uh, I'm gonna make a guess based on the level of movie. Is she some sort mm-hmm. of busy city executive who has to go back to a small town? No, she's like okay. a quirky single girl who accidentally kidnaps. Uh, 
Mario Lopez to like prove she has a boyfriend. It's called Holiday in Handcuffs. Oh, okay. Yes, of <laughs> she course. like holds him prisoner against his will for the holiday. Yeah, let's make that a romantic start of a relationship. Let's not think about the ramifications of <laughs> encouraging. Oh, no. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, thank you, 2006, for that gem. <laughs> All right, this next duo, let me know what you think about Noah Centino and Zendaya. If they haven't, that's honestly rude. I would watch. Because, wait, bo- both of them, they did Disney stuff, correct? Uh, Noah's more known for, he was on The Fosters, and he's like the king of Netflix team. Yes, yes. I watched uh, Tall the Boys I Loved oh, Before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I, I was enthralled. I was like, this oh. man looks older than this girl. And I don't, that feels weird, but... It also makes me feel better about me thirsting after this person who's clearly <laughs> a decade younger than... It's fine. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to guess no, even though I want the answer to be yes. You're 100% correct on both fronts. Okay. Somehow they have not done one yet. <laughs> and I'm with you. I think that is utterly rude. I think that's borderline terrorism. And if the two of them are not in a holiday romance by this time next year, I will flip tables in public okay i have i do have i have a question for you guys i know that we're in the middle of a game but it is a, is a question i feel like when i was younger and i feel like we are in the same age range like the top stars of the day were in rom-coms but these young guns they're in like marvel movies they're in yes. like yes. uh dune yes. they're in these types of things but i don't see them falling mm-hmm. in love and i want to see that what's yeah. going on yeah. do you guys know why this is happening uh i don't other than people uh continue to just not give the romance the respect it deserves but i'm telling you i saw greatest showman i saw what zendaya gave us just a small taste of what she's capable of in that genre and i'm like give me more zendaya you're perfect for it people are thinking too short term because Mm -hmm. marvel and stuff gets you the attention right now but you be in a classic rom-com you're famous forever you're known forever we still think that kira knightley should be in movies because of Love Actually. All right, here's another one. Speaking of the Young Guns, and speaking of Tell the Boys I've Ever Loved, Lana Candor and Joey King, another Netflix uh, star. Uh, Joey King, she was in um, The Kissing Booth. She was also in much more prestigious stuff that won awards, <laughs> but I, I mostly saw her in The, the Kissing, Kissing Booth. Booth. Okay. Wait, who's the first person? Lana, who was the star of To All the Boys I've Ever Loved Before. Ah, yes. Okay. Yeah, her and Joey King. Have they ever been in a holiday film? Would watch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to guess Hala didn't. But You're so right. Okay. They have not. They have not. And I personally think that what, what smarter move for Netflix than to take the stars of two of their biggest hits and have them fall in love at the holidays. Also, I'm sorry, but Hulu, you didn't quite get it right with Happiest Season last year. Yeah. We tried. I love that we're, we're, we're trying to enter the market with the, you know, more queer storytelling, but Happiest Season wasn't fun. I want a fun one. Wait, um, there's one coming out that I am ex- like genuinely excited to see. Yes. Jennifer Coolidge is in one and she's like, I don't know why the gays all love me. <laughs> and yeah, that yes. was, it's, it's like um, uh, Michael Yuri from yes. Ugly Betty is yes. also yes. in it. Yes, yes, yes. 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 Love yes. Him. I can't wait for that one. I haven't seen it yet. I cannot wait. I'm hoping it is the queer Christmas love story we've all been waiting for. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Because so far they've all been boring. Because Hallmark did one last year, and I was like, I don't trust them with it. I was like, what's happening? And they were kind of the B plot, anyways. But they like it was just like so boring. I was like, 
watching paint dry would be more fun than watching this Christmas movie right now. So we we need more. We need more representation. And uh, I forgot Jennifer Coolidge is out there on the front lines doing it. I love it. All right. He, we got a couple more. Okay. How about this duo? Whitney Houston and Denzel Washington. Yes, that is the preacher's wife, baby. I remember that yeah. growing up. I was like, I hope this woman cheats on her husband. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I I had to just bring it up and shoehorn it into this game because as a child, why was I rooting for this infidelity? <laughs> Forget well, this husband. He's not Denzel. Get, get him out of here. And this movie couldn't speak to your point earlier better where we had Whitney Houston and Denzel Washington in 1996, like coming off the bodyguard, yeah, coming off Malcolm yes. X, and they're like, time to remake a Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> they're like that's what's the good use of our time when is timothy chalamet gonna be like he was in ladybird but that was not a romantic role mm-hmm. he was someone who you wanted to be punched in the face like i will give timothy chalamet little women he did okay. give it he all did right. do all little right. women yeah but it was uh, but uh, not quite not okay quite. So, i'm asking you guys because i think we're like in the same age range how do you feel like this little woman compared to the little woman with winona Ryder and christian bale i personally Winona forever. Yeah. But I liked both. I liked both. I mean, both. I really did like both. Yeah. It's just, it's also the age you, when you see it, yeah. though, too. Like, burning that manuscript when you're, like, that certain age, you're like, ah, <laughs> I'm are- on fire, too. Yeah. I'm in the fire. <laughs> there were many things about the more recent one that work just as well, cool. if not better. Yes. But there are a couple of things, like, I will give, I think, sorry, Susan Sarandon. Laura Dern was a better mom than Susan Sarandon was. And I will say that. But nobody beats Claire Danes' best. Claire Danes' best is... She's a crier like no one else. I I don't know. She has extra muscles in her chin that make her chin shake Ugh. when she cries she <laughs> she could teach a master class purely on on screen crying she does it so well she's done it since she was a child it's amazing she's my best there's no other best i i can't I, i'm so sorry to anyone else who ever plays the part <laughs> but claire forever you can't compete yeah 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 and unfortunately i i do prefer christian bale as laurie i'm sorry yeah you know as my dad said in his review nobody beats bales <laughs> Which we have, oh, we have not started a Patreon. Sorry, Stan, Stan, but we will. And we have always said the first episode will be about little women yes, because yes, we yeah. and our guests and listeners are all yes. obsessed. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. We'll it, will it will happen. It will happen. I listen to that soundtrack truly like, oh, they, okay. It, I feel <laughs> dragged by Spotify because they just put out oh, yeah. like the Spotify rap. It was so wrong. Yeah. I listen to Spotify as I work and there's a sleep playlist. So I listen to it while I sleep and they were like, mm-hmm, you are mm-hmm. in the top 99% of listeners as far as like the amount of minutes that I've listened to. And Thomas Newman, who did the soundtrack for mm-hmm. the 1993 oh. version. But some, oh my God, I listen to it all the fucking time. I love it. I love it so much. Spotify, Spotify rap is such a beautiful thing, but it, it really does come for you. <laughs> it's like, and control. And you know, Stan Stans have been wa- listening to my evolution as a Niall Horan Stan. I am now in the top 0.5 percent. That's how much I listen to him. Like, woo, we listen a lot, baby. <laughs> Lauren, I have a gift for you. Early. Oh no, Niall made my top five. Ah, congratulations! Oh, and I'm not. It. I'm not in any way one of his top percentages, but. Well, we did. He was it. five. He was five, wow. thanks to you. Wow. And really, just thanks to those five songs, because I never branched out. 
Wow. Lauren made me a playlist of five Niles. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, speaking of uh, hit makers, how about this duo, Queen Latifah and LL Cool J? Have they holidayed or holla didn't? They both have been in, I think, no. Who am I putting in there? I was like, were they both? Because she was in beauty shop and he was in barbershop so mentally i'm like maybe those stores were connected i don't like that's not a fair thing but it's the thing that happened in my brain um her big holiday movie was oddly enough with steve martin with the last holiday yeah oh and honestly they should have fucked <laughs> i i just gonna put that out there would have loved to see it would have made me happy um even though i know that she is a lesbian i'm not sure if she's ever just been like i am a lesbian <laughs> but oh I'm going to say Holla did, but I cannot remember the film. So they Holla did. And it was it was in 2006. It was the last holiday. Um, LL Cool J played her longtime crush in the movie ah, okay. that she finally decides to um, date when she thinks that she's going to die. Yes. So she finally goes out there. Okay. It's one of my favorite Christmas movies. Wait, is Steve Martin in that? Did I make that up? Steve Martin and her are in um, a different oh, movie together. Damn, Bringing down the damn house. It. Okay, cool, 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 cool. All right. Which is also great. They were out around the same time, though. Yeah, she had a she had a streak. She had she was Ooh. putting up box office numbers. Oh yeah, I love her. I love her. Okay, here's another couple: Mindy Kaling and Ryan Hansen of Party Down and Veronica Mars. And yeah, he's been doing the Netflix movies. He's also currently doing an arc on Million Little Things. I'm very into it, which is probably why I was thinking about him when I did this. <laughs> I am trying to think of a. Mindy Holiday film, and for some reason I cannot, so I'm going to say Holla didn't. They didn't, and I think it needs to happen. I would watch I'm it. putting it out into the she universe. She has a romantic, like, the Mindy Project has wonderful little romantic arcs. Never have I ever has set up a wonderful love triangle that I will continue to watch until they stop making it. Yeah, they, yeah, she should. She should be in more rom-coms. Yeah, and I think the two of them, there's just something about them. I think it would be so good together. Yeah. All right, here's our last one. Queen of Screen, Brooke Shields. Okay. And Carrie Yule. Ellis? Yules? How do you say Elways. it? I've Elways. always said Elways. I'm not. Elways? I'm yeah. not sure, but yeah. Yeah. You know, Princess Bride guy. Yeah, that's yeah. his name. That's officially his name. Because uh, otherwise, what is it? Saul? No, we're not going <laughs> to. Maybe Liar Liar is the Ned character. Um, right. His name right. is not Ned, but that is the name I give to all mm -hmm. of those mm -hmm. characters where it's like, you, the the person who you're rooting for has to beat out the Ned to get the woman. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, he's done a lot of films. Yes, he's done a lot. He's great. This feels like something that would have happened in either the 90s or the early 2000s. And I, th mm -hmm. I will admit my knowledge of those holiday movies is a little bit less. So I'm going to say did, even though I am not sure. They did, but here's the twist. It just came out. Oh! It is a 2021 Netflix <laughs> film. <laughs> And it is called A Castle for Christmas. And I just had to bring this up to tell you all about it because it is so weird. Brooke Shields plays this like novelist who kills off her main character after a, a divorce. Like, so clearly she's like taking out her anger on her husband by killing off this character. And so her fans are coming for her ass and she flees to Scotland and falls in love with Carrie's character, who is a uh, down on his luck, like night or something and he needs help saving his castle it is the dumbest thing <laughs> and it is so boring. the best parts are though at the very beginning and at the very end you get a cameo from drew barrymore yeah. and oh boy is it good uh, wow 
those 80s stars stick together, yeah. huh? It Man. is the wildest thing I've ever seen. Um, well, congratulations, Kinesis. You absolutely crushed it. You crushed this. Know, 100%. You know your holidays. You know them. <laughs> wow. I'm good at Amazing. guessing sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we're going to take a really quick break to make sure that there is a parade in Kadisa's honor, and then we'll be right back. Here's a quick question for you. How did you sleep last night? If your battle for a good night's sleep feels relentless, I have the answer. It's a podcast called Sleep Wave with meditations and hypnosis created to help you fall asleep. My relaxation techniques will help you feel calm and ready for sleep with soft music that will help you fall asleep in minutes. Most listeners never hear the end of an episode. So search Sleep Wave on your favorite podcast app and find out why over a million people have fallen asleep to my voice. Hi, I'm Alexis Ohanian. You may know me as one of the co-founders of Reddit, but more recently, a large part of my identity is being a father to my wonderful daughters. In my podcast, Business Dad, I hope to open the conversation about working parents a bit. You'll get to hear from a wide range of business dads, from Rain Wilson and Guy Raz to Todd Carmichael and Shane Battier, to find out how they balance being a dad with a successful career. Business Dad is available now, so be sure to listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Well, folks, if you're uh, currently in New York, if you look out your window uh, on Madison <laughs> Avenue, there is a parade for Kenise in her honor. Uh, we love to see it. <laughs> But you know, we got to get back to to the to the work yeah, that is work. Yeah. being done. Yes, yes, yes. You know, Caitlin, you have a you have, you know, I have the privilege of looking at the show notes and you're you're swinging big today with your thesis. It's a spicy thesis. It's a spicy thesis. Yeah. Look, when I thought about love, when I think about duos at the Christmas movies, I'm sorry, but here's what should have happened. Alfre Woodard and Bill Murray should have ended up together at the end of Scrooged. Now, if you don't know Scrooge that well, it is a remake of A Christmas Carol from 1988, where Bill Murray plays, of course, Ebenezer Scrooge, this time called Frank Cross, and he is a television executive in New York City. And Alfre Woodard is sort of his Bob Cratchit, mm -hmm. if you will, mm -hmm. the uh, put-upon employee, a single mom to not Tiny Tim, but Calvin, who can walk, but he doesn't speak, which, interesting, they made it psychological. Ooh. Wow forward thinking um i think their chemistry is so good in this movie and i forget when i think about this movie that he actually has a different love interest <laughs> he karen allen plays his love interest oh yeah who, here's the thing i totally get what her purpose serves in the christmas past moments where he's learning that he was a dick boyfriend he chose being a television executive over um a relationship which by the way also if you're in entertainment this movie will be hugely triggering <laughs> on a number of levels of the choices that frank cross makes and we all know that in reality he would just be rewarded for them until the of end course. of time but yeah. these ghosts come and they say that that's not true uh, they basically trick him into having less of a career but <laughs> I get that. But does that mean we need that Karen Allen and Bill Murray to be together in the present after everything that's changed? I don't think so. I think that 
we need to see Alfre Woodard, who's in his industry. Now, of course, the fact that she works for him, that's not great romantically. We don't love it. Mm -hmm. But maybe the end could also be she gets his job instead. (gasps) Yes. Because she gets to be the executive. He needs to go to work with Karen Allen Mm -hmm. at the homeless shelter. And then they need to be together and help raise Calvin, Mm. who we remember speaks miraculously at the end of the film. Mm -hmm. Spoiler. he says, God blesses everyone, I do believe. I've gone on record on this pod before as being a huge Alfre stan. Mm-hmm. And I just think this romantic lead is just like something we could have seen with her. And she brings such gravitas to the film, even though I think it's actually one of Bill Murray's best acting movies then, but we never talk mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. And probably one of his first like really dynamic, not completely comedic roles which i read that he got because like they tried to capitalize on ghostbusters because they both have to do with ghosts <laughs> never understood that i never thought of that one time that's so it never occurred to me that wild. those are ghosts like it never once occurred to me as many times as he says ghosts in that movie yeah. has anything to do with ghostbusters yeah this is there's with the ghosts from a christmas carol like it's almost something so moronic it didn't affect the film so it was like, fine <laughs> but anyway that is i, I think the only things that I think Karen Allen should still be in the movie, mm-hmm. we should still have that X character. They can still have a friendship. But I think that's like, also, I think it would add more to the storytelling of like, it's not just that at one point you made a decision to be a different person. It's that you made this decision. You mm-hmm. are a different yes. person now, but you can still be a better person mm-hmm. in the future. Stepdad to Calvin, hanging out with your ghost friends. What do you guys think? I think we need to make this movie. I truly think that mm-hmm. I would love to see a movie where, like, because that, that's um Family Man. That's like a few movies where, like, someone yes. has to reassess a moment in their past and then they end up mm-hmm. with yes. that person. And it's like, no, you both are different people. You both have grown. And I'd love to see, like, that is the start of the movie where they're, like, magicked yeah. back into, like, the 13 going on 30. Mm-hmm. Like, they're magicked back together. But they hate each other. <laughs> and, like, after truly, like, oh, remember that one time when we were younger? Cool. So what what do you like about it? Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm also not convinced at all that Karen Allen would want to be with him now because mm. we think she would because we're seeing good moments from their past. She's not no. seeing that. She's not seeing these ghosts. She's like, that guy was an asshole. He's now works for a television exec. And whereas, of course, we know that Alfre Woodard's Grace would still like him because she has bad entertainment <laughs> mind where she thinks working at this network is important. Can I also say, though, I'm as I'm listening, yes, I was looking over Alfrey's uh resume. There's not enough romance on there, right? That looks and, like, like- I, and so I'm with you. I also I, I, I can't help but think though that at where she's at in her life and career, I have a pitch for a move a Christmas movie for Uh-oh, her. Oh, please bring it. So he, we know she's got the gravitas. We know she's the emotional range. We know she's got the strength. Imagine this. A film we open on the holidays and Alfre Woodard's character can't quite get past the loss of her husband, right? Like she's not accepting that she is a widow, right? He's gone, wow. but like she's she's still hanging his stocking up, right? But she loves the holidays and her kids, her friends are all like, he's been gone. He would want he wouldn't want you to be lonely. She then meets a younger man. Okay. And so after fighting against it and not wanting to fall in love, she enters into a little May December thing where a younger gentleman helps her rediscover the love of the holidays and her passion for life and her playfulness. Would watch. 
100%. Right? Yeah. She's been playing a mom right. for 35 years. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to see her be young and yeah. hot. Right? We never really got to have that moment with her and she deserves that moment. Who do you think would be the most appropriate sort of male version of the manic pixie dream girl for Alfred Woodard. This doesn't make any sense. And I think it is okay. purely because okay. you just talked about this castle movie in Scotland. Immediately, Michael Fassbender jumped into my head. And I was like, I would like wow. to see Michael Fassbender do work on Alfred Woodard in a sexual adult way. I'm, wow. I'm listening. I, you have my attention. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into that one. For sure. Oh <laughs> that is mm-hmm, that's gonna be hard to to say no to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no i'm liking that what? one i mean lauren what if it was harry harry, harry styles alfrey woodard because he's got manic pixie energy is that too may december like is that how old is harry styles he's like 28 okay all right <laughs> he's a man and how let's look how old mentally he will remain 22 years old until he's dead because i discovered mm-hmm, him mm-hmm. when he was right. very, yeah. very young but also Al- alfrey's a little older than i thought she was she's 60 okay. yeah i think i was gonna say I was saying she was 59 now if okay. we're gonna do a remake of harold and maude that's yes. the couple I want to see. Oh, yes. that's the guess. But I do think he might be a little too young for like, because I, I, I don't want it to be like a temporary thing. Like, I want this to be like, he's younger, mm. but it's like, it, but it's true love. Ooh. So more like, who's like 45? Okay, the, the, yeah. the person I just thought of is not 45. Jonathan okay. Majors. Do you guys? Who's? Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, he, the man wears a white t-shirt so well it made the show lovecraft country good if that makes sense okay i'm into that i'm into that (gasps) oh you know who else could be kind of fun with alfrey woodard is do the guy who plays jamie on outlander (gasps) oh yes i loved him in the spy who dumped me yeah, he's so yeah. good in The Spy Who Dumped Me. Yes. He would be, I feel like there's something too about uh, the je ne sais quoi of like a European British guy up against Alfrey Woodard that like yeah. could be disarmed. Like, like he could pull off the like, the playfulness, but in a in a way that's not like goofy, right? Like there's a, there's a humor there and a playfulness there without it feeling immature. Yeah. And it would just be hot. We did and it. It'd be really hot. Right? <laughs> Wow. Okay. You know what? This is we a challenge it. now. Like it is December second, so I'm one day late. But I could truly just tweet like one celebrity, one celebrity scenario for the rest <laughs> of the month and create just 31 different holiday movies this week. <gasps> I'm gonna, you know, I'm writing it down. Wow. That's on my to do list. Oh today. my god, I love it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Put it out in the world. Uh, manifest the movies you want to get off yeah. to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I think some executives <laughs> fucking follow me. You know what? This is how. This come is on. How- come on. <laughs> This is how it works. Please let me know if you need a writer's assistant or a PA <laughs> when it gets greenlit. If if Alfrey just needs someone to bring her her water bottle, I'll be there. Hell yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to steal that one. That one was you. But I'm going to I'm gonna take a bunch of other, like, truly just look through IMDb and be like, I like this person, I, I like it. this person. This is a scenario that I think should happen between two people. And half of these will be rated R. I'm, not, I'm tired of these PG, like, relationships. <gasps> no, these people, I'm not saying we need to see full penetrative sex, but there has to be something. <laughs> But we want a steamier Christmas. Yes. I'm here for that. Yes. Steaming, uh, steaming for the holidays. 31 days of steamy Christmas. Okay. This is, this is, it's, it's writing itself. Okay. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Wow. Incredible. Incredible. Well, Caitlin, clearly your thesis today was inspirational. 
is inspirational. Mm-hmm. You know, if if not correct, <laughs> it inspires. I am. Uh, I think I, I, I'm so curious to see what's going to come out of the game that you built, though. Yes. Okay. Are you ready for another game? I'm going to say you are because your your brain is already kind of moving okay. this way. So we have a game called Pitch Fire where we have our guests pitch movies and shows. And this one, I have a very specific okay. challenge for you, which is we are going to rebuild and remake for 2021. Okay. Love Actually. The beloved, uh, but also very hated movie mm-hmm. that everyone seems to know quite well. So I'm going to give you some of the plots from okay. this movie. Not all of them, yeah. certainly. Tell us how you're going to 2021-ify it. That's, you know, who we're going to cast. Are we going to change this plot? Is it outdated? Is it not even necessary anymore? What are we replacing it with, if so? So we're going to start off with one of the hearts of the film. What, what do we say? To, what's the middle-aged couple, you know, facing infidelity, facing, uh, you know, losing that romantic spark in their marriage? What, what does that look like in the 2021 love, actually? Okay. First off, I just need to say that broke me. Even as a young person, yes. I was like, yeah. how dare you cheat on Emma? The she is yeah. a genius. She has, she has acting awards and writing awards. It's honestly rude of you. And I love mm. Alan Rickman. And the idea that he would do that, I was like, no, you have set yourself Horrible. up to play. I mean, this was after the first Harry Potter film, but I was like, you have set up yourself to be a villain by cheating on yeah. this. A wonderful woman. How dare you? Um, okay, so we're updating it. We're still looking at people in their 40s. It's so weird because truly when I think people in their 40s, all the people I think of are now in their 60s. Okay, so I need to- Isn't that weird? Yes. Yeah, I'm like, shit, yes. I'm older. Fuck. No, we're, it's weird because we're all 18. So. Yeah, we're, oh, so strange that, that we feel this way given that we're so young. Um, <laughs> okay, so I'm thinking people in their 40s. Okay. You know, could be early, early, 50s. early 50s. Yeah. Okay, because I'm like, oh, I just saw an advertisement because uh, James McAvoy is going to do uh, Cyrano, or Cyrano de Bergerac at the Brooklyn Academy mm-hmm. of Music. And so he's just Ooh. on my mind. Um, mm-hmm. I might buy a ticket to that, hoping that he sees me in the audience and we fall in love. I love that for you. <sighs> okay. I, this is, I love this challenge and I'm really like searching my brain to make sure that I'm giving a good mm-hmm. answer. Yeah. Okay. All right, Matthew McFadden, who's now on Succession, who was in uh, the 2005 oh, yes. Pride and Prejudice, throw him in there. Oh, okay. Uh-huh, wow. He, uh-huh. he's, okay, he's, wow. He's, he's got range. He's doing stuff. Okay. Oh, God. And he's going to hurt us so bad. Oh, my God. This is, I'm already, I'm like starting to cry. This is how good this is. <laughs> and then, okay, who's a lady? Someone who's like quirky, Sally Hawkins. <laughs> <gasps> Wow. Okay. Sally Hawkins. Um, because okay. she's like quirky and but you're always rooting for her. And truly okay. immediately the second you see him do some sort of switch, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a necklace and a CD, but it's gotta be something visual where it's like we know mm-hmm. immediately what's going on. Okay, is this British? See, that's you you can make the call. Okay. We can make it you can in. you you can alter these, any country. And you can alter these plots. Okay. Like yes. what, whatever you need to do to make it relevant in okay. the world today. Okay. The reason why a lot of people hate it, and truly I hate watched it every Thanksgiving for like five years with a group of my friends. Uh, so I guess yeah. I both love and hate this movie. Um, is That's that normal. some of these are so baseline and simple mm-hmm. and reductionist and all that. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't want to make it so like, there's a universe in which we make it so that he's been in this relationship, but really he wants to explore other parts of himself. And so yeah. we make the secretary, uh, personal assistant, admin assistant, whatever, a guy. And then you're kind of like rooting for him to find himself, which you don't want. But no, this is not what this movie is. This is not deep nuance. It's got to be a lady. There we, we go. can always be like, fuck her. <laughs> 
Um, so who's the lady who just upon her presence were like, how dare she? Um, okay. All right, I'm thinking. While you're thinking, I do want to just, uh, this movie always makes me laugh because when I was a freshman in college, <laughs> my very first semester of college, one of the like most heteronormative, straight, cis, white male guys in my class invited me and a couple other people over. He was, I'm going to host a movie night. I want to I wanna introduce you all to my favorite movie. And we went to his dorm room and he was like, all right, everybody get comfortable. And then he turned out the lights and he turned on love, actually. And I've never recovered. Part of me is still in that dorm room. And I will never stop thinking about how this man invited us over to watch his favorite movie, Love Actually. And when it and like didn't speak the whole time, Ono's over. He's like, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> I think about it constantly. That's wonderful. That's People true. contain multitudes. That's true. <laughs> true, 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 true. Absolutely. All right. So now that I, I bought you a little time. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought of this lady, but truly I like her so much that I would never want anything bad to happen to her. But I was like, who's a lady who everyone's like, oh, she's the hot lady. She's hot. She's hot. Uh, Gugu Mbathu Raw, who's the judge in Loki, who's... um. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. I love her. Yeah. yeah. That could be fun. Love that could be fun. Yeah. That could be fun. Okay. I like it. I like that. I like it. All right. All right. So, oh, I'm already okay. upset. Okay. So this one, and we don't know if this is taking place in okay. Britain or whatever, but, you know, we have the Hugh Grant as the British prime mm. minister who's like, uh, you know, there's the staffer and also kind of stands up to Billy yes. Bob Thornton as this American president and lots of talk about the special relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, basically, I think what this could be in any remake is, you know, people yes. of power yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. in the love situation. doesn't have to be these roles. Have you guys watched this season of The Great British Bake Off? No. no. Okay, there's a guy who I have an unhealthy crush on, and now I follow him on all social platforms. I love uh, it. His name's Chiggs. He is an Indian Briton, or a British... Okay. You, you know what I mean. And Yeah. 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 Uh, he is truly one of the hottest people on the planet, and it hurts me. And I like the fact that he also is good at cooking and is like nice to people... I hope I never run into him because I will make reckless decisions. Mm-hmm. I have a boyfriend now, but I, I mean, I think he knows that I would leave him for chicks. Um, someone who looks like that, <laughs> just like okay. hot, but nice. And he wears glasses and he like pushes them up in that way. That's like, Oh no, I've made mm. a mistake. And I'm like, okay, I'll help. Um, I can, uh, yeah. I, someone like that. Cause okay. like it used to be the flopsy hair for Hugh mm-hmm. Grant that made it like, okay, there's something sweet and nice, but also like, loving and like sexy about this guy uh let's replace flopsy hair with glasses it is this guy mm-hmm. okay 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 so then we have you know colin firth as the writer who falls in love with someone who you know largely does not speak mm-hmm. english yeah they, they, uh, they have no reason to like each other at all in any way mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. the first conversation they have where they are able to speak the same language they agree to get married and mm-hmm. uh, wow 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 her family's like, sure, this is a good decision, which means her family does not love her because any good family would no. say, what? <laughs> Sorry. No, yeah. don't do that. It's a hard one for me. It was even weird at the time. And it's one that you're like, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to step on your toes, but I okay. I don't know how you fix necessarily right. the, um, the storyline. Oh, yeah. Given the boss ex- labor exploit. Sure. That happens a few times now that I'm saying it. But I, <laughs> I do have a strong opinion about who should be in Colin Firth's place. Let's hear it, Lauren. I think, and this is someone who's already done a Christmas movie, though it wasn't great, but I do love him. Henry Golding. Oh, that movie was so bad. Oh, that movie was so bad. Last Christmas. 
right? Also written by Emma Thompson. And that was the one thing where I was like, Emma, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's not. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no. oh, oh. But, but Henry Golding, I don't know. There's just something about him. And I feel like he can slide into that Colin Firth. Like, yes. Also, oh. hear me out. Um, okay, okay. I always felt kind of gross about it because he's truly like two years younger than me, but I saw him okay. when he was 12 in About a Boy. What is his name? Oh, 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 um, Nick Holt, Nick Holt, Nick Holt. Yeah. He's on The Great now. He's on that TV Ooh, show, The Great yeah. now. And he was in, oh my gosh, um, The Favorite. Yeah. That was, so, he's so good in that. He's so good. Oh, and then he was so good on skin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he could be a flossy <sighs> actor or he could be the dumb guy who goes to America to try to sleep with women. He could. He, <laughs> okay, that's a good one because I was going to bring that guy up and I like that for him. I that like is Nicholas good. Holtz as the dumb guy that goes to America. That's very funny. <laughs> oh my God. And I want to see that other guy is still there. Like that's the only callback to the original film is that guy is still there living with Shannon Elizabeth. I would love that. I think that's, I think that's a good idea. Oh, I hope I... <laughs> I do hope that Shannon Elizabeth got her happy ending with that guy. Like, I love that idea. I hope Shannon Elizabeth in real life got a happy ending. Um. Oh, Richards. Is it, it's not Kim Richards. What's her name? She's a, She walks in at the end <laughs> and she's like, ha, I'm from the South or some bullshit. Like, Denise Richards. Oh, is Denise oh, Richards. Yeah, Denise I think it is. Yeah, I think Denise Richards, Shannon Elizabeth. Oh, yeah. Is that the one where they're like, oh, yes. she's the hot yes, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her. yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. The housewives are always with us. Um, great. Now, who's going to play our, our porn stars that are awkwardly learning about okay. each other? The, the Fluffers. The Fluffers? Hear me out. Hear the me fluffers. out. Okay. That's right. Um, Aaron Stars. I think he is in The Crown, but I saw him in the most recent Emma, which also means that Anya mm -hmm. Taylor-Joy should probably be in here. Yes. Ooh, Anya Taylor-Joy could also be the secretary. We're all like, fuck her. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, oh, no, wow. that's that's it. <laughs> but this guy, he's got um, he's got big ears and can be like kind of like flopsy and weird, but also kind of cute. I think he plays like Prince somebody. He's like he plays uh, he plays Prince Charles. He won yes. the um, yes, the Emmy. And what is his that name? Guy. Mm. He is he's really cute. Josh O'Connor. Josh O'Connor. Yes. Mm. yes, and he plays Mr. Elton. Yes, in the Emma. Okay. yeah, yes, yes. We love Josh O'Connor. Oh yeah, he would be cute, like kind of like awkward oh. <laughs> like uh, i don't know how to talk to you even though i've seen your boobs oh uh, yeah like because uh. he had that look when he won best <laughs> actor he's like what me i don't know how am i winning i don't even know about awards or acting i don't yeah he's so cute okay the bill nighy the older singer unexpected holiday hit he has his manager by his side mm. this one this one is a fun he plot still old I think old. I mean, how old? I'm terrified to look up how old Bill Nighy was in this movie because it was probably like 34. <laughs> um, if that's the case, Jude Law. No, Jude Law is still too young. <laughs> that's funny though. Would watch. Um, okay. Uh, how old is Ray Fiennes? And people like of his generation. Oh, mm. interesting. Or is it? Or the other thing I wonder is like. Is it fun to get like an actual musician pop star? Mm. Like, and so like, Bill Nighy was only what? about 53. What? Like, <laughs> oh my God. Because I'm wondering. Oh my God. He was also the dad in Emma. It's yeah. all the cast of Emma. <laughs> it's all the well, they're the best cast ever. Wait, but you know who is not that much younger? He's 47. Robbie Williams. Oh, he already did that video where wow. he took the skin off. This is right there. It's like right there. 
And if he could get a real hit out of the movie, this would That'd be a this win. Would That'd be a win. This would be amazing. Right. All right. All right. The final one that we're going to do for this purposes is, of course, Guy Stalks. <laughs> For his best friend's wife with cue cards. What a piece We've of shit. Okay. The guy from Walking Dead and Kira Knightley. Okay. And also, the friend. This comes wanna... up every single year at the holidays that the little kid who plays the drummer is only five years younger than yes. Kira Knightley in this movie. Who's only like 17. Why right. is she in this? Okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. Instead of Kira Knightley, uh, <sighs> I think she is still young, even though she's probably my age or a little bit older. Naomi Harris, who is in 28 Days Ooh. Later. Mm-hmm. Dan Stevens mm-hmm. as the best friend. Oh. Is there a piece of room for him, even though he's doing a very dumb shit thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. I love Naomi Harris in this part. Yeah. Dan Stevens could do a good job, for sure. Yeah. And Naomi Harris tough. always has to be like, I'm in Bond or I'm a crack whore. <laughs> like, just let her be a nice yeah. lady. Who someone loves. Yeah, just let her be be beautiful. Yes. She's so beautiful. <laughs> just let her... Don't hurt her. Don't make her work so hard. Um, okay, I think this is an amazing, uh, amazing new uh, mm. love, actually, we're going to have. Uh, it's coming yes. out in 2022. Yes. yes. We just need to call... Um, well, we need to call well, the crown, just, the casting director that yes. Emma knows most of these people. <laughs> I'm just going to call Emma Thompson, I'm sure. <laughs> she can if she can, Yeah. If she can get less Christmas made, she can get anything Truly, done. Truly, the, you know the, the idea was spawned by listening to the last Christmas. Christmas. I gave you I my, gave and you then my she was heart. like, "Okay, that's enough. I'll write a movie. Nope, that's it. That's all I needed. Okay." And like, uh, I just imagine she woke up one day, poured a real stiff eggnog, <laughs> and was like, <laughs> "By midnight, was like, gosh, I should get some funding. I love that for her." I think she gets up. She prank calls <laughs> Kenneth Branagh every Good. morning. He knows it's her, Fine. but he's just like, He deserves Fine. it. I'm sorry. How <laughs> dare he? How dare he? Oh, absolutely. He's the real Alan Rickman. But truly both on the way that like he cheated on her and what a piece of garbage. But also in that like he keeps getting chances to direct things and most of them are bad. Like Thor bad. and Thor 2 are bad. bad. Why are we getting a Perot again? Who asked for that? Like, Okay, sorry. I just, I have very strong feelings about it. No. <sighs> No, it's hard. It's hard. So we have to just imagine that she's getting her her daily revenge. I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. My God, God bless Amazing. Emma Thompson. Wow, this is a wonderful film. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I got to call Emma Thompson <laughs> real quick. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break to call our good friend Emma, who definitely <laughs> takes our calls, and we absolutely know how to get in contact with, and then we'll be right back. Stan stands. The time has come. We Stand Together is back live on stage with a whole new show full of games, quizzes, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City references, and so much more. That's right. Wednesday, January 26th at 9.30 p.m., we're going to be live at Caveat on Clinton Street in the Lower East Side of New York City. So go to caveat.nyc to buy tickets for the live show. Or if you're not in New York City, you can still join us by buying a ticket to the live stream. Ooh, there's going to be beer, wine, laughs. Lauren will probably try to join a thruple with Joshua Jackson and Jody Turner-Smith. Probably. I can guarantee it. So we'll catch you there on January 26th, Stan Stans. So we weirdly went straight to voicemail with Emma, <laughs> but uh, I'm confident we'll hear back from her soon. But in the meantime, I do yeah. have one final thing that I want to talk through with you all. Um you know, 
as one does uh, at this time of year, even if they don't host a podcast, you know, I was going through the top lists of like Christmas romance movies, just trying to, you know, get my head in the game, uh, you know, just trying to get it, get my mind right. And I feel like there is a movie that is consistently not getting its due at the holidays. And I think it's actually one of the ultimate Christmas romance movies. And that film is While You Were Sleeping. The hit film, right? I love this movie. And I have a couple of reasons why I think it's such the like epitome of what we want at the holidays. You know, first and foremost, it, it like starts right before Christmas. Like we're on the cusp of Christmas and it takes us all the way through just after New Year's. And I... Love that amount of time. Yeah, it's we love because it. I think one of my biggest problems, especially with like the made for TV Christmas movies, is we try to do everything in like the week yeah, of no Christmas. Doubt, no doubt. And that like and it's mm-hmm. and I just mm-hmm. like that like this is still happening at an accelerated rate because of the magic of the holidays, but like it embraces like the season. And I, I love that about the movie. So that's my first reason why I love this. The second thing that I love is that it really is like as much as it's a romance. It's a love letter to like family and connection. And I love that too, because it's like, you know, sometimes in holidaying movies, the sub characters or the B plot characters are like, we're not giving them anything. But this movie is so rich and textured with like other characters. Like, there's not a single character on that screen that you're not like interested in or like wanting to follow. And so I just, it's like a true. It's an ensemble film that happens to center around, you know, um, Sandra Bullock's character. Also, it's fucking funny. Like, the jokes slap. Like, they got jokes, like, even, like, when they're um, (laughs) trying to to test her about whether or not Peter Gallagher is her fiancé, and she finds out that he got injured (laughs) in the most (laughs) disgusting way. Like, it's so funny. It's so smart. And it is jam packed with star power i mean to your all's point that you brought up earlier about like what are we doing now kids and in 1995 you know sandra bullock she was the she was white hot we had but we didn't just have sandra bullock that would have been enough but we had bill pullman with peter gallagher and peter boyle and jack warden and like <laughs> these like such heavy hitters like ali walker played ash like a small part like they were wasting no screen time with any of these characters. Everyone was a 10 out of 10 casting. So there's that's that. And another thing that I was thinking of, and this, I was so delighted. I actually, I was wondering if I was like crazy, but then I was like, I did a little internet research and I actually found that in Esquire last December on exactly one year ago today, December 2nd, 2020, um, a reporter by the name of Danielle Sepulueras wrote an article that was called This is the Year to Finally Accept While You Were Sleeping as the Perfect Christmas Movie. And she wrote this whole thing and I've never felt more like seen (laughs) or understood. And because she was talking about exactly what I was feeling was that, you know, it's often like, it's on a lot of top lists for romance, but not holiday romance. And she made a really great, point in this article that kind of articulated why I think this movie's been on my mind so much. But she was talking about like, you know, last year, especially after um, the the bowels of hell that was like deep lockdown, that this movie is really about 
what happens when in isolation, like Cassandra Bullock's character of Lucy, because she's lost her father, because she's single, because she doesn't have extended family, like she's so isolated. And that this movie is not just about her having a crush on someone or falling into romantic love, but like her getting to fall in love with having a family or replace that with having a community. And I just like, I don't know. It just like, this movie is just like, it's so beautiful. And it is, it's such an, I don't know. We talk, Caitlin and I are always interested in like grief too. And it's like, it's really a movie about grief and that uh, like on so many levels. And so I just think this movie needs needs more respect uh for being uh, like truly what we want at christmas like this is the kind of christmas film i want i want magic i want romance i want dreaming but i also want like family and connection and like hope i don't know i just love it i love this movie that's fantastic (laughs) that's truly fantastic (laughs) but i'm curious do you do you all think of it as like an like an ultimate christmas movie or do you have other ultimate christmas like what are what are your like these are the blueprints for christmas movies especially when we're Mm -hmm. talking romance Mm -hmm. right because i think like in some ways like i've been kind of disappointed in a lot of newer ones lately because i feel like they're taking the weight out of someone like it doesn't have to just you don't have to skate on top of the season like you it can be about more and this movie is about more than just bill pullman falling in love with the girl who's pretending to be married engaged to his brother you know like it's more it's so much Mm -hmm. more than that I like that it's, it's complex, fantastic. but still. Sweet. And I've had a crush on Peter Gallagher <laughs> since like 1991. So yes, please. Yes. Uh, oh, I should yeah. not oh, have yeah. watched oh, Sex, yeah. and Videotape when I was very young, but I did. And so him <laughs> and James Spader, he's aged very, very well. Um, yeah. He's no, good. I love that. No, I also, I love uh, a, f- a friend of the show not long ago confirmed because he, he works as an assistant to a director and he confirmed that peter gallagher is one of the actors that you never hear anything bad about there's never any complaints about you only hear good things about him like he's apparently like everything you want peter gallagher to be allegedly okay. he is and i loved having that i loved hearing that so nobody told me if their experience was different because i'm choosing to believe yeah. <laughs> that he is everything i've ever wanted him to be would you watch and this this will be one of the ones that i pitch a uh, thing between him and mm-hmm. alfred Woodard. Okay. Yeah, I was like, All right. yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're so close to it because they're both part of the Grey's Anatomy universe. So Ooh. I was just gonna Debbie say. Allen can yeah, make it happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Debbie yeah. Allen can direct. I mean, in a lot of ways, I feel like Debbie Allen specifically has chosen not to, and we have to ask her why. We have to tweet at her why, well, ma'am. She's uh, why she's too busy doing Dolly Parton's Christmas on the yeah. Square movie, which <laughs> we're still we still and unfortunately <laughs> probably the sequel. Yeah, and I I still need Jada to bring Debbie to the red table to talk about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Only Jada can make Debbie answer for this. Who else could make Debbie Allen answer for anything other than the red table? Only the red table at this point. Not me. <laughs> but that Dolly Parton on the Christmas on the town square. Debbie, I'll never, I'll never get over what you did to me. <laughs> but I, I think you're right. Like, I mean, I even think that's love actually why it's so enduring, despite everyone making fun of it, is because all those stories are connected mm-hmm. and it's fun that it's like they the subtle side scenes that connect them are fulfilling of like and it has to do with the holiday and that i i think people want more of that yeah yeah like it's it's interesting like so many when i think about like my true favorites 
so many of them are like like Family Stone is another one that I I love I Family love. Stone. Even though it is kind of like yes, don't <laughs> like fuck your fiance's brother or whatever, yeah. but like it's yeah. I think it's charming and I like it a lot. And I think it's Sarah Jessica Parker's best work in some way. It's I think she's never better than in that movie. I agree because we are supposed to like her in every other movie she does. Mm-hmm. And in this, we're supposed to not like her. And she's so good at that because truly her characters and other things are unlikable. We're just told to like, like it anyway. <laughs> like she's like, yeah, Chrissy and mm-hmm. kind of a bitch in sex in the city. Yeah. And she's like, not a good friend. And she's got all these flaws. Oh, she's yes, a horrible yes. girlfriend. And, and, and bad. So, yeah. like, but we're supposed yeah. to be like, oh, we're rooting for her. But no, no, she's bad. And in this, it's like, no, she's bad. Yeah. And we all know she's bad. And we all get to be like, she's bad, right? And yeah, I love it. I love, I love it. And Luke Wilson and her actually yes. have so much chemistry. Luke Wilson, so confusing. He didn't get the shine that he, I think he's so great. And he didn't go as far as I think he could have gone. You know, mm-hmm. he was in this independent film with Helen Hunt. Not long, like a couple years ago, where Helen Hunt is like um, having a, her son's like going to college, and she's kind of having like a crisis because like she's so lonely, and they he's like a surf instructor, and they end up like having a love affair. But like, I think that if they hadn't, uh, you know, nobody saw that movie <laughs> but me. I think it was called like Ride. So I think Helen Hunt and Luke Wilson should do a Christmas romance because they were spicy would in watch. that movie, and I would. I would watch them at the holidays all over again. Uh, if you do want to watch the surfing movie, it's right, called Ride. Do you know what? Also, two sequels I can think of that are set at the holidays mm-hmm. that are as popular as anything else in the franchise is The Best Man Holiday. <gasps> I feel so like good, you hear so about even yeah. more than The Best Man. Mm-hmm. And Christmas Vacation, mm-hmm. I feel like, is the most popular vacation movie. So it's like those both have the the ensemble mm-hmm, cast. Mm-hmm. The I mean... Vacation's obviously like more and more comedic, but like with Best Man, mm-hmm. you have like, you know, the drama and the interconnectedness of the friends and stuff. And but people like the holiday. One. Yeah, I actually didn't know that there was a Best Man for a while. <laughs> I just thought holiday. there was yeah. the Best Man holiday. <laughs> you just thought that was the weirdest named movie ever. Well, as someone who consumes a lot of Christmas content, I really didn't think twice about no, it. Actually, it would not it would not stand out. Really, yeah, I was really delighted to find out yeah. there was another movie. <laughs> oh, the best man! That's a great name for a movie. That would make a lot of sense. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, no, but I just yeah, I I love while you were sleeping, and um, mm-hmm. I don't think that it should be touched mm-hmm. and rebooted. However, if it ever was, I if I am not in that movie everyone should just you know keep a distance because i will not be safe right. to be around because okay. if i okay. if, if i could be in any christmas movie this is the one i would want to play lucy more than anything else lucy would be like my dream wow. i think is like a dream role i think every time i watch it i realized i'm like something that came up on a, on a recent episode we were doing a taylor swift episode and our guest ariel was talking about how she looked part of why she loves taylor is because she can like picture herself living out mm-hmm. Taylor songs and I and I was like oh that's interesting but I realized thinking about while you were sleeping I'm like oh I do that yeah. with Lucy Lucy's a character where I'm watching and I'm yes. like I'm Lucy I want to be Lucy and in a way that I'm like I don't often quite mm-hmm. go that far but with this Hell movie yeah. I'm there Hell yeah. <laughs> it's so good yeah I love it you should write uh, a stage version and cast yourself 
Okay, well, I guess I'm busy for the next couple of days. Uh, hold Heck my calls. Yeah. <laughs> wow, okay. Well, now I have a purpose. Thank you. Okay, good. Uh, well, we're almost at the end of our time, but were there any Christmas romances that we didn't get to that you were hoping we would or any final thoughts you have to get off your chest and share with our listeners? Wow. Okay. So when we were talking about our credentials on top, I did not mention that I do have a master's in film production from Boston University. Uh, and I think it would... My God. It would... I don't know if it would disappoint, but it was a lot of like artsy fartsy people and it was the most pretentious I've ever been in my life. Mm-hmm. But yes, it is my life's aspiration to make a series of rom-coms. I'm writing a rom-com right now. Um, I think it's yeah. so important. Yeah. And it is joy. Like it's... At, I like action films as well, but it is the same. It's like two sides of the same coin. It's like fun. It's escapist. Mm-hmm. I get to root for something like all of those things. And I love it. And I think, um, I think they should be taken more seriously. Oh, you know what? It's funny. I had forgotten to say when I was talking about Scrooge that it was directed <laughs> by Richard Donner, yeah. who did the Lethal Weapon movies and the Superman movies. Oh, I love that. And it's like, hell yeah. Isn't that fun? Like an interesting departure, but then it. you see it when yeah. you when you yeah. say it's the same side. You know, it's like you see the the skeleton there. Ooh, a rom com directed by Taika Waititi. <gasps> oh, at Christmas! At Christmas. Yes, please. <laughs> I can't breathe. All right, um. this will be part of directors are part of my thirty one days of. Can I say? Have you have you trademark holiday? Yes, I will tag to. you in this if if you have. Even if you haven't, honestly, you might just get tagged in this repeatedly. Just tag, okay, tag us. Just tag, tag us. We love a tag. Just we love tag a tag. Us. Just tag also, us. Also, now I want him to be in the movie too, though. Yes. Oh my gosh, with his fun little suits. Yes, I want him. Oh my God. I love him. All right. Uh, Kenny's, now that our stand stands have heard this and they want to find all this amazing work you're doing on social media, where can they find you? <laughs> uh, I am Kenny's Mobley on all the platforms. That's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I guess if you're older um venmo all of them i am kenny venmo yes. yeah venmo yeah, yeah, for these yeah, great yeah, ideas. Yeah. and then just one final question you know since you said you're uh, and we've listened to the podcast is all about helping people navigate dating and for those of us out there trying to navigate dating this holiday season any words of wisdom that you've discovered uh as you've been exploring the topic of dating sure, sure, sure. any final words for the singles navigating okay. the dating scene of holidays. <laughs> There's a couple of things. I had a list of things that I didn't want and a list of things that I did want. Mm-hmm. And the person that I yeah. have found myself connecting with very, very well had a lot of things in the didn't and very few of the things in the did. Okay. Um, for ladies, mm-hmm. younger mm-hmm. dudes are out there and they are really <laughs> going for it. And you're like, Okay, I guess. And they're like, I am a nice person and I have progressive views. And you're like, I know that I should as well. Yeah, I also, I mean, I, we, okay, yeah. So give give these younger dudes a try. They're out here. It's kind of, I, I was they're trained on, in a 90s sense on like, like daddies in a certain way. We all love these older mm-hmm, salt and pepper mm-hmm. men. And you know what? They are nice as well. But get you, get you a young guy who just wants to try really hard and be earnest. <laughs> And you're like, hell yeah, I love it. Good on you. All right. You heard it here, folks. Drop those age <laughs> ranges down for the holidays. For the holidays. For the holidays. <laughs> Give yourself the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Well, it has been an absolute delight. Uh, Stance, you know we're on the socials at We Stand Social. Follow us, slide into our DMs. Let us know what topics we should be getting into. Let us know what guests we should be asking to be on the show. Um, and also, 
Let me know what I should be getting Joshua Jackson and his wife Jody for Christmas. I haven't decided what Hell to send yeah. them yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Until then, see you later, Stan Stan. Bye. 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 Forever